Previously on Polyamory. Uh, before we go, um, yeah. do you know if uh, if there's any fairy dragons near any of the places that we're going to? They, they don't have to be tame ones, just I want to see them. She closes her eyes and she looks really puzzled. Like, it's a moment of, yes, I will do the thing where I close my eyes and then I see. This is strange. Strange? What do you mean, strange? <laughs> Usually they flitter about. They're wild, free, mischievous little creatures. Awfully fond of apple pie. But whenever I look for them now, all I can see is an orb of darkness. We passed an orb of darkness, huh? You find yourselves standing on the grass next to a uh, pitted road, like just a dirt road. Um, far off to the west, you can see the High Elves Woods. Is that... Further down the road in the other direction, there appears to be a place where light doesn't touch. You head along the road, and it just seems to be getting darker and darker and darker. And you can't see really much more than the road a few feet in front of you. Can I use spiritual whip to artificially light my environment? You pull out your uh, whip. It's weird. Like, the light just about casts some of the way up your arm. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like, the, the darkness is just oppressive. Like, it's not going... You can't see the pigs in front of you. Mm. You can just about see the dash in front of you. It's like something is eating the light. Anyone around here? When you shout, it's it doesn't echo at all. It's almost like it gets a distance and is swallowed, like the light. I suppose you're here for one of the parties at the house. Uh, well, no, not so much. We were here curious about fairy dragons, but, um, yeah, scoffs at that. So you are here for the parties. Uh, I didn't know those were connected to the parties. We're being totally honest. Our friend likes fairy dragons. Mm -hmm. Liking fairy dragons and going up to Croke Manor, not quite the same thing. She imprisoned all the fairy dragons for our party and they've been overused. Their powers have sucked all the light out of the surrounding area. The colour's gone. You can see a little cottage. It's got some wind chimes hanging on it. And as you get closer, you notice there's like a good deal of cobwebs. Hello? Is anyone still here? And a head pops out wearing a, a black conical hat. It appears to be a, a very elderly woman with a very, like, she's just made of wrinkles. She is a prune person. <laughs> uh, she's got like a, a, a big old wart on her very crooked nose. And she's like, what do you want? Oh, fella, middle of town. Said you might have somewhat poisonous. Don't suppose you do. I want croak dead. Have you got out for that? Oh, oh, sorry, darling. No problem. And she whips the hat off and the, the wig underneath. She takes off the nose. Sorry, thought you were as a tourist. Now we're here to kill a big capitalist and maybe free some dragons. I love it. Right, come on in, come on in. Ah, uh, well, poisons. Well, I don't have quite everything I need. I've got some quite poisonous things here. But if you want to make something really poisonous, I might need a few extra ingredients. <gasps> Oh, a fetch quest, you say? She hands you over a note, and on the note is five bullet scales and a jar of orthogdrul. Are they particularly dangerous creatures? Uh, yes. This thing is now awake, up, and starting to turn around.
good evening and welcome to Star Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Polyarmony. Hello everyone. Hooray, we're here and definitely on time. Definitely on yeah. time and definitely yeah. not about to immediately get killed by a thing that you have angered. That'd be fine, it's fine. Our story wouldn't end here. That would be a mean thing to happen. Looks at DM, hopefully. Oh no. But, but but we can't lose because then we'll be sad. It would be quite a thing if it's like, oh, well, we did have this option to go and find out what was going on with the plot, but we we did go find fairy dragons and that killed us. A worthy death, if ever there was one. So, when last we met, you were trying to rip the scales off a angry rhino creature, a bullet? Yeah, kind of an angry rhino thing, but it's got like it's the pelican of rhinos. It is. It's got got. It, it, <laughs> it's it the pelican like of rhinos. It yeah. looks like it could store a lot if you've got a picture of a boulet. Um, yeah, B U L E T T E. So yeah, so we've angered this thing, and we need it. a scale off of it. You were rolling initiative, I believe. Well, we were we were we not de-escalating the situation. I mean. Yeah, maybe you can try that once you've rolled for initiative, but right now it's going to have a go at you. Because you tried to rip part of its body off. I mean, what's a little body ripping between friends? Um, Are we friends? Ten. We could be. Oh, initiative. Right. I mean, it's like 4d12 plus 4, apparently. Piercing damage. Oh, uh, fucking hell. Ooh. Uh, 15 on initiative? Oh. Wait, it does how much fucking damage? Oh. 4d12 plus 4. What? 14. So, Laura, you were you were the one... Oh, I'm the lucky winner, am I? Romara, you were, were ripping bits off this when it turned around. Uh, so you would have been in direct contact when it, you felt it start turning. Yeah. And therefore you are first in combat. Okay, so... How fast do you want to run away? Uh, very, 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 very fast. The fastest. How fast can I run away? Can I... I don't know. What's your movement speed? Uh, I don't think I've ever looked at a movement speed. 25? Oh. Is that a good movement speed? Uh, this has a speed of 40. Okay, so I'm not outrunning. Um, well, I know what I'm going to do, I think. Uh, as well as sprinting as far as I can in this turn, I'm going to cast Mirror Image, which, uh, basically, if this thing tries to attack me... Uh, there's a dice roll that has to be passed, otherwise it might accidentally hit one of my many magical clones that are now running around. Probably safest, since I think it can literally bite you in half. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm running away, I've cast Mirror Image, that thankfully automatically casts. Um, <sighs> can I, finish my turn, make an attempt at animal handling to see if I can in any way pacify this situation as I run away? Make myself seem like not a threat, make myself as small and not scary looking as possible. Okay, uh, roll for <laughs> it, and then let's see how you're going to roleplay this disaster. Okay, okay. 13 on animal handling. Okay, So uh, what are you going to do? Um, roleplay-wise, like, the second this thing sees me, I'm running, I've scattered myself into multiple, uh, versions. Um, all of them are making zero eye contact, because with a lot of animals, eye contact is a sign of, like, I am here to fight. Uh, shrink myself down as small as possible. I'm, I'm not here to fight, I'm just a little thing scurrying away, don't worry about me, it's all good. Um, I'm just trying to be like, oh, oh no, this was an accident, I'm just gonna scurry over there, goodbye. And hope that this creature can see that I'm not a huge threat right now. It's gonna snarl at you all, and snortle, mm. and then it's gonna sort of rustle down into its little mud pit by the tree stump. Mm. Leave you alone. Well, if we need it, we do now have some distraction-based clones of me stood around. <laughs> Just like checking their nails or something. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. I'm not dead. Who, who else has plans? 
If it it's not engaging combat, we don't have to fight it, right? You don't have to fight it now. It has disengaged. Luckily, you managed to calm things down. Yeah. So the point of attacking this was to maybe get ingredients to make some poison to... Yes. Uh, I suppose... There, there are other parts of this bog, though. Yeah. Um. Th- this is the kind of creature we need the scale off, isn't it? Uh, yes. The bullet. You need a bullet scale and... Ohuug drool. And O-H... O-H-Y U-G-H O-H-Y-U-G O-H-Y-U-G I'd say O-H-Y-U-G O-H-Y-U-G Well it's not got a T in it It's just O-H-Y-U-G So it's O-H-Y-U-G or O-H-Y-U-G 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 There's going to be someone in the comments that's like Don't you know it's pronounced on some like weird alphabet It's actually like O-H-Y-U-G It's pronounced with some letters that we can't see in there There's like a silent W in the middle it's probably Norse or something. Oh, yuck. Mm. Do we want to continue searching this bog and see if we can maybe find a scale that's not currently attached to this this bullet? We can do that. Can um, you think talk to the bullet? Me? Um, let's have a look. What can I do? With I can communicate telepathically with any creature I can see within 30 feet. Don't need to share a language. Uh, it must be able to understand at least one language. No. It has no, no languages. It has no languages. Okay, I cannot telepathically communicate with... Good thought, though. Yeah, I was thinking, could you, like, think of, like, what are those birds that they're always in alligators' mouths? <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Yeah. They can keep... Think about one of those really hard and then, the like... dentist bird. Are you itchy? Have I... you got any scales you need pulling out there, friend? <laughs> I... Great idea. Unless we had someone with speak with animals, I don't... I, I don't think I can pull it... I, I have speak with animals! That's what I said! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I literally said you have speak with animals! I'm sorry. I'm I'm a very, very little brain. Uh, I oh, use dear. speak with animals. Sure. Uh, Does it have to understand the language for that? I, I don't know. Does it? I um, don't know. Uh... You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. Um, beasts can give you information about nearby things. Uh, I don't need... To, they don't need to have a language. I can just communicate with beasts. Go for it. Um, uh, hi, friend. Ter- terribly sorry. We got off on the wrong foot there. Hi. Hello. Uh, peeping. I, I know, I know. We're very, very yeah. sorry. Um, you know the nice fairy dragons that were around here before? They're uh, noisy. Uh, well, um, well... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm real tempted to roll some persuasion here and be like, hey, giving us a scale would help that to be less of a thing. It'd be a deceptive shit. I mean, everything's, like, horrible around here. Like, all oh, the colour's gone out of everything. Maybe it doesn't like that. Yeah, how, how do you feel about the lack of, lack of colour going on? Can a bullet see colour? I mean, everything's, like, gone because it's grim around here now, hasn't it? Mm. Boring. Well, we, 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 we want to get the colour back to everything. Um, and we want to get out of your hair. We want to stop bothering you. Um, is there any chance you'd let us take one of your scales with us? Do you have any loose scales that went out or anything? Uh, no loose scales. Fine. Would we do anything for you that would change your mind? No. Worse than witch. Bog witch. Yeah, she she was the one who pointed us here. Very sorry. We assumed this was maybe a thing that was okay to do. Pointed us this way. Go away, sleeping. It snuggles down further into its mud pile and sort of sticks its front legs sort of around its head. Um, Brumar's gonna say sorry and back away. Yeah, yeah this thing really doesn't like being bothered and it seems like the witch uh, unblocks this thing rather regularly without it enjoying it. Hmm. 
Like, really, oh, just I've what's had a, a very good... bad idea. What was your very bad idea? I have some purple worm. Fucking hell. That... <laughs> you wanna... This is... This is a creature I don't want to be high. It's very powerful and dangerous. But I never said it was a good idea. Can, can you, can you like, fill out your explanation? What are you, what are you thinking here? Like, offering it? With an explanation of what it does? Like, what, what's, what's your plan? I mean, it's boring and that's why it wants to sleep. <laughs> a tread! Then we're not taking something, we're swapping. Oh, I mean, I can offer. I don't know how high a thing this big would get on one purple worm. Um, before we go, do you fancy some drugs that might make things a little less boring? It's gonna pull one of the legs down from the side of its head, glare at you, and just start sort of tapping its its little claws in the bog water. As if it's getting ready to... Uh, I, I guess roll insight? I don't understand what this roll means. Roll insight. Pardon? Roll insight then. Um, a ten? It looks cross. Okay, back away. Uh, no, it doesn't want drugs. Back away, back away. I'm just saying it could have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed like, it could have been. Should we go get dribbled on by an aberration instead? Ah, uh, We can do that and on the way see if we can find a scale somewhere else, but I feel like if we can't find the scale, we can't do poison. And I'm cautious about picking a fight with this thing again. At all. I, we haven't even yeah. fought it. Yeah, we, we angled it and went, oh fuck, and ran away. So, you're <laughs> heading through the bog in a non-squelchy fashion thanks to Dusty's special Roomba powers. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a perception check from everyone as, as you're going? Mm-hmm. Eleven. Botch. Seventeen. Well, so as you're passing through sort of the central part of the bog, you you see a bundle, a few bundles of sticks sort of piled against a tree, and there's like a like a stump or something, just sort of just outside that collection of sticks. Hmm. Investigate. Roll it. Oh, huzzah! Twelve. Three. Fifteen. Okay, so you you head over and start investigating. There's some sort of structure to this collection of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's some sort of lean-to? Like something lives in it, or...? Maybe like something lives in it. Um, Having had a bit of a poke around, um, who would be the most likely to just sort of sit down on the stump? I mean, Dusty got that botch, so probably Dusty. So everyone's having a bit of a, a stump around. Dusty sort of scans around, doesn't see anything, and sort of like... Heavily sits down on the on the uh, the stump, which immediately screeches at you. Oh, oh fuck! Get off me! Fuck! I am. Uh, oh, get sorry. off me! Get I, off I'm me! Off. You I'm lump. off. G- sorry. Uh, sorry. Angry wood thing. What are you doing? Just sitting around in here. It's a bug. It's not for sitting. Well, these two are a bit brighter than me, so sometimes I have to sit back and let them do stuff. Do you make an habit of sitting back on people? In my defence, I didn't know it. It, it, it was me sitting on people. Uh, not the most observant sort, are you? Um, no. What's your name? Dusty. What's your name? I'm Agnes, the bug witch. What are you doing in my bug? Um... Well, the other bog witch, the one with all the, the funny spiders. She's a forest witch. Morag, my sister. Oh, well, she wanted some stuff off of that angry looking thing over there. We yeah, gave up the, on that. The, the, the bullet, the rhino pelican. Right, I mean, you don't really... 
Uh, you're not really trained in handling them, I'm guessing. No. No, no, you don't look it. No. Probably shouldn't go. I mean, I myself, bit of a dab hand, I'll be honest. Yeah. She dabs. Uh, Grumara dabs back. Ooh, roll to dab. Let's have a performance oh, check. Uh, can this be a dab that goes into colour splash so I can I can sure. pump it up? Uh, so that's performance. Yeah. Can I get advantage for colour splash in it? Sure. <laughs> uh, that's 12. I'm going okay. to backing dab. Five. I, everybody else is going to do it, so... I look like someone's awkward dad. <laughs> Ten. You... you... Dusty does in fact look like someone's awkward dad. So you've got a 12 or 5 and a 10 for dab. D, D does a passable dab. Colmara. Colour splash. You, you, you colour splashed it. It's weird because the, the colour splash sort of flies out of your fingers and before it like hits anything, all the colour is drained. Just oh, dissipates. That that would happen here, huh? That would happen here. But for a moment, she's like, Argh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, any any chance you'd be willing to help us get a bullet scale by any chance? We're really not made up for it. We we tried to ask nicely and that went very badly. Ooh, 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 I want to try smam something. Can, can I be persuasive, smammy and stuff? Suck it and say. I'm going... Smarm. Roleplay it. Now, now, Romara, you're starting in the middle there, because you see... I remember the sister saying that these two didn't get on cracking, so Eppen not asking Stumpy to help us with the other one's plan and see if she's got a better plan that doesn't involve peeling an angry toilet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yep, yeah, sure, sure, okay, yep, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it to you, I'll leave it to you. Do you have a better plan than peeling the angry toilet? Because uh, we, we kind of want to go and murder Croak, so we're going to poison him. You're going to poison Pepsco Croak. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, I'm not adverse to the idea, but getting things off a bullet, very difficult. But we're going to go and poison Croak, because the alternative is Croak keeps hold of those fairy dragons, and I'm not having it. Or just in general any method of killing Croak, we just want Croak dead. For nine persuasion, I don't think you've got that, I'm afraid, Dusty. <laughs> Meta. I mean, someone else is going to have to do help do the persuading. Look, I um, don't like the croaks. I don't want anything to do with them. And I find it's best to just stay here in my bog where it's nice and peaceful, apart from the occasional bone crunching sounds from over there. Uh, so I just rolled a 14 to contribute, to attempt to contribute to persuasion and... Nick wrote the most amazing botch. That's a, that's a botch eight. Wow. <laughs> How have, why have you not been trying to persuade every person we've ever met in this campaign? Right? Usually I'm trying to s- steal stuff. You're so persuasive. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm also horribly not sneaky, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so I feel like Nick's botch probably cancelled out my 14 to try and help. I mean... I want to see him roleplay it. <laughs> yeah, let's... Roleplay let's a Bosch persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. Have you I want to know how badly you can derail this. Wouldn't colour make this all better? Like, it's so dirty now. It's a bog, mate. What do you expect? I didn't come here for the fashion. Most of the sunlight that gets through the fog, the mists, you know, barely, barely distributes any light. It tends to just look like this, whether there's fairy dragons around or not. 
is there anything that you need that we could give you in exchange for a bit of a bit of bullet help? Just the bullet help, right? What you you just want a scale? Yes. Or however many scales we needed. Uh, uh five scales. Five scales, or you don't look like rich travellers. I'll be honest. Uh we are rich of spirit, rich of heart. Yeah, you pay an exposure as well, do you? Uh, we could introduce you to some gods, probably. You know, we we made lots of interesting friends on our travels. Oh, gods, is it lardy daddy? I, I could give you a ring that shoots boiling oil. Yeah. Give you a ring that just cooks things in boiling oil. No, I'll sell you the the scales you need. Two hundred gold. Oh, mm. that's doable, I think. Oh yeah, no, that's pocket change because I've got that eighty platinum sat around as well. Uh, yeah, uh, 200 gold. Pleasure doing business with you. And she hands something and glares pointedly at Dusty. Watch where you're sitting that arse of yours, matey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, while we're here, you wouldn't be willing to also sell us some, uh, what's-it drool? Some what's-it, what's-it? What's-it, what's-it drool? Um... Ochug. Ochug. Ochug? Ochug. The drool. Some drool. I mean, I can spit in something for you if you no. like. <laughs> the, the team now go around in circles trying to pronounce this name for minutes. Oh, yuck. Oh, Eventually, oh, Dusty just draws a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Write the word down. In the bug. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the oh, yuck. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. That'll be the bone crunching one. I mean, what what did you want? Some of it's drool. Drool? Okay, give me a minute. And she sort of wanders into the 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 pile of twigs around the tree and she's in, you can hear like footsteps disappearing off that sound like they're going far further away than is seemingly possible into a tree because <laughs> it's not a very big tree it's like two feet across diameter she has a tree dis <laughs> <laughs> and she's you can sort of hear like scrambling around semen blood Tears. Yes. She's very well acquainted with this Ochiog, isn't she? <laughs> I'm very well acquainted with a lot of things around here. She's appeared beside you. <laughs> was that all harvested in one go? <laughs> I mean, this is all I've got left. I use it for my own potions and such. And it's only half a bottle. So that'll be another 200 gold. Well... Uh, how does platinum to gold work again? Uh, like a hundred. Dusty is not sold on this bargain because we, if we need to go and get the other half of the jar anywhere, can we stick a pin in this? Uh, plat- platinum is a thousand gold. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So that's uh, One... eighty thousand. We have eighty thousand gold. I think we can spare two hundred. One piece. It's the principle of the thing. <laughs> As Dusty's talking about the principle, a principle of the thing. Romara just slides 200 gold across the table. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Do you will pat Dusty on the head as Dusty rants about the principle. She just slides the half a bottle of uh, Othug drool across the non-existent table that isn't there. (laughs) Standing in the middle of this bog. Slides it across Uh, the bog. So is that enough or do we need to go get more ourselves? You were told by Morag that you need to have uh, a bottle. Okay, well, hopefully this will at least mean we don't have to stick around as long with this creature. 
I want it noted that Dusty is going to mutter the whole way there. What? What's that? What's that, Dusty? Principle of the thing, innit? Principle. Principle of what thing? And no one can put a price on your principles. Hey, yes. Hey, hey, Dusty. I recognise the principle of the thing, but you did sit on that bog witch, which does make negotiations a little tough. Depends who you're negotiating with, doesn't it? Yeah. This is a bog witch. I don't you know think that. How many that... sports I do, Plumara? Do you know? <laughs> yes, we've all does. seen your. We have all seen your late night squat sessions. We marvel. Thank it's you. great. Rock hard bands. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> ha! Okay, so you're heading through the bog towards the the quote unquote bone snapping one. Yeah. Um, Bromara, since you were looking through Puff's eyes earlier, you're starting to recognise some of these trees, like the way they reach up, like terrifying thin arms and hands out of the bog. Uh, you're starting to notice floating on the water and on some of the trees, just little downy feathers here and there, some slightly larger feathers. So it, it's not the bird thing we were after, it was the thing that the bird was fighting, right? It was the thing that was eating the bird. Okay. And the bird seems to have been eaten, judging by these feathers. Hard to say at this point. Uh, can I have an investigation? I think you probably can. Oh, thanks. I'm going to collect some of the feathers. Seven. Botch. Has a lot of botches tonight. That means this is going to be a... Oh, no. Hey! Okay. Six. Six. Uh-huh. <laughs> we made Nothing. 14 between the three of us. Nothing. You see nothing. <laughs> is it's everyone just helping me get feathers? Yep, just collecting And admiring feathers. the buns. This one looks like a wing feather. This one looks like a dorsal feather. This one looks like a feather that definitely isn't a warning sign. <laughs> so are you going to keep heading towards the... Yes, uh... we see nothing wrong with this. On we go. Fucking following the shiny stones of picking up all these cool feathers. A six or seven and a botch. I don't think we have any option but to keep going. It's like the picture of the feather. A painting of it. That's how perfect this one is. Also, I like that on attempting to do a Google image search to find bullet, mm. like the third image is a bullet vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than the D&D creature. I'm like, that's not... No. <laughs> it's like a frog with way too many teeth and tentacles that each have way too many teeth. Is that a fair description? Teeth, it teeth, looks teeth. like it's got toothbrush arms, but instead of bristles, it's just... Heckin' jumpers. Toothicles? Mm. Little toothicles. Uh-huh. It's not good. It's very it's, bad. It's, it's, it's a yeah. pointy, pointy lad. And the front of it, it looks like if you replace the front half of a frog with dentures, but... <laughs> it looks like a critter from the movie Critters. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Sure. I want to I be friends with it. Good luck. Oh. Run into battle against the bullet. The, the way we've been rolling tonight, good luck. Or maybe really good luck, because we got so many botches out of the way. Gambler's fallacy. Yeah, we got all the bad rolls out of the way. It's going to be crits all night now. Right. So as we wander okay. towards this thing, slowly collecting feathers. Okay, so you're collecting feathers. And um, it's been lovely playing with you all. <laughs> 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 And um, uh, there's more feathers and more feathers And then there's like a few chunks and splats of now grey What you assume to be blood You can tell from the smell there's blood in the air Well it's already eaten, what's there to worry about? 
And this Ophiog is just sort of lying on its back, front and back legs splayed, just like... <laughs> There's a few feathers sort of stuck to its face and bits of blood. Mm. Does this creature have a language? Yes, it speaks Othiog. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Apparently, that's the language. Uh, mm. Is it wild that I want to telepathically reach out to this thing? I mean, short of wringing dribble off of these feathers, it's pretty much all we've got. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to use my awakened mind and go, Hey, oh buddy, oh pal, oh friend. Uh, I'm full. You're all full up, are you? Uh, so many aracocra. I mean, uh, mm. uh, chicken is is a good part of any balanced meal. Mm. Uh, you, you doing alright there? You need anything post meal? Anything uh, we can do for uh, you? So full. We can help try and burp you if that helps. Too many burps. Oh, burp. Okay. What, what, what? It sort of tries to roll onto its side a bit so that you can maybe get to its back. <laughs> uh, oh. Okay. Do either of you know how to burp an Othiog? I'm going to roll animal handling and find out. 16. How much larger okay. is this than us? Uh, it's size large. Oh. That's not. Overly terrifying. That's Fourteen. manageable. This is, this is what Dusty I is right well. in there with the baby pets. He's just Fourteen. Like, there you go, big fella. Get that all up. So you're just going baby pets, yeah? Like proportional to size, but like, oh, okay, right, yeah. Not, not slapping the thing about. See, even with a sixteen, baby pets not going to do much to this armored bastard. No, like the way you'd burp a baby, but scaled. Scale, right? Okay, so it's it's firm. <laughs> it's firm. It's basically burping a dinosaur with tentacles <laughs> and too many teeth, and Eventually... cooing at it throughout. I want it to know that it needs it can be safe and relaxed because relaxation is the most important part of getting the burp out. <laughs> Eventually, so you're sort of hugging this thing and patting it, and Dee's kind of helping from behind. Bromar just stood there like, "Oh God, what have I done?" Yeah, did you roll to get involved in that? Nope. No. <laughs> okay. My part was offering to burp the the bone cruncher. So you're lying there, you're patting it quite firmly, you're you're doing the little rubs down the back, and eventually it just lets rip this just stunning belch. It smells, there's saliva flying. Um Bromara in in preparation for this burp does have the, the jar ready to be like, is there saliva flying? There can is saliva I, flying. Uh, can I attempt to make like acrobatics or something to, to catch it in the jar? Um, I'll take acrobatics if that's what you want to roll. Uh, or dexterity? Uh, what's my dexterity like? It's probably not going to be better than... No, acrobatics and dexterity. Acrobatics it is, so you're leaping around wildly. 23! <gasps> Epic! <laughs> There's the good roll to catch some <laughs> dribble in a jar. Yeah, I do a fucking, like, dive and, like, a tactical roll and sort of catch you. John Woo sideways with this thing <laughs> yeah. as it's going to it's, one side. It's the leap you do when you've got guns in your hand and you're yeah. sort of leaping to shoot, but also you sort of roll into the end of it. Yeah, but you roll into a bog. <laughs> but you, you like, hold it above you, so even though you're, like, waist deep in water, like, the jug is just saliva, there's no bog water in yeah, there, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Clap. Um, it's the clapping that helped, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and and now you notice because of the the rolling, uh, there is like a, a a hat and a bag. 
Oh. Just sort of behind it. It looks definitely too small for the Othiog. May I inspect it? Sure. Uh, what would that be? Investigation? Sure. Nine. I think you're literally holding it. It appears to be a post bag, and the hat appears to be a post person's hat. Okay. Hmm. There are letters in the post bag. Okay. I'm going to take this bag with us. Cool. Do you want to ask about it? I suspect the answer will be, I ate them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to make too many inquiries about what's this this accoutrement of a person you ate. (laughs) Yep, grabbing the bag and and trying to wade out of the the mud. Dusty tucks it in. It, it grabs whatever you're tucking in and there's a sort of little roll over into it. It's a very big Just leaf. Like... Huge leaf. A huge leaf. <laughs> he retreats. There's another little baby uh, burp. It just sort of slips out. Uh, Bromar is, uh, as, as we sort of walk back, um, is attempting to sort of clean herself off as best she can and goes... It's going to take me a minute to clean myself off. Do you want to start looking through these letters, see if there's anything interesting in here? No one in this party have prestidigitation. Uh, I don't believe I do. I don't, I don't think I do either. I mean, I can mould earth and just sort of dry her out a bit, I guess, but she'll, it's just <laughs> muddy as a trade-off. Yeah, well, regardless, would either of you like some letters to start looking through? I'm not the smartest boy, but that will not stop me. Romara will attempt to hand both of them some letters. Okay. Twelve. Dusty can read. <laughs> Dusty read all over that um library. So, In fact, sometimes he forgets. Eight. None of you need to roll the holding letters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I saw everybody else roll, and so. I was like, "Oh, I need to roll." <laughs> so, so you open a, a letter each, uh, Dusty. You have a letter addressed to Ariel von Pompelmoose. It is an invitation to Croak Manor to a party. Ooh. A particularly magnificent party this very evening. <gasps> D, you have a letter addressed to Lord Denham Home of Calburnia. Uh-huh. Romara, you have a letter addressed to Erascus Loothammer. <laughs> Loothammer? Loothammer. Erascus Loothammer. Okay, I can, I can get on board with that. Uh, they are all invites to... Huzzah! But uh, you also have a postal worker's hat and, and the bag. Hooray! I'm going to put that in my inventory for later disguise use. Got some feathers too if you want to, you know, really try and pass for them. <laughs> because I have headwear to go with this disguise, would that make me postman hat? <laughs> yes. Um... yes, it would. No, no, boo. Why, why are you booing her? She's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, right, so we should go get some poison and go head head to a party. Huzzah. <gasps> we get to do intrigue and stuff. That's what every Jeez. guest and needs stuff. to bring. So you head back to the forest witch's house. There's all of the spider webs and spookiness that you saw previously. But now you know it's all fake. Hey, we, we got all the things you asked for and we definitely did it directly. Wait right there. You are not coming in my house looking like that. Okay, okay. Do you know Thaumaturgy by any chance? Thaum- Apparently no one in our party does. No one's going to make you louder. No one's going to ma- make you no, louder uh, or more colourful. Press, press the digitation, the other one, the clean one. Yeah, give me a minute. And she 
does it does a flick of finger. Thank you. You would have thought one of us would have learned it, but apparently not. I mean, I feel like all adventuring parties really need to have that one, right? I mean, yeah, but like it's worked out fine for our, most of our adventures so far, probably-ish. What do you do if you want a strawberry-flavoured squirrel, though? Pay for Didn't one? think of that, did you? Do, do you often need strawberry-flavoured squirrels? Gets rid of the taste of the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we we definitely encountered both creatures in the way you would have expected and got the ingredients. I don't care how you got it. That's fine. It was we we had an adventure. Cool. Where's, where's the iguana cat? Can't be seen at the moment. Dusty searches for it and sits down sad. Anyway, have a seat, and I'll get this lot on the go. She hurries around the kitchen, getting a big cauldron, filling it with some water, putting, like, the cauldron starter. You know, it it usually sits on a shelf, and it has to be, like, fed every day, but this is good <laughs> cauldron starter. Get that going, get that started. It already smells sort of peculiar. I guess that's just potions for you. The The scales are dropped in. And as each one dropped in, it changes to a slightly different shade of silver. And then the jewel is dropped in, and it goes a sort of mysterious, like, like metallic blue, like metallic blue paint. And you know when you get, like, you get that sort of skin on top that's slightly more shiny? So you can see as it stares. Ooh. And it's bubbling away. Bubble, bubble. Toilet in trouble. Fire burn and gold from bubble? Yes. Exactly. Uh, Dusty, you feel something rubbing your leg. <gasps> I pet it instantly. Uh, Ikis sort of climbs up your arm and sort of wraps up onto your shoulder and purrs very loudly in your ear. What is it? It's Ikis, the 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 fel, fel iguana. The adorable cat iguana. <laughs> With its little, tiny, little three-toed leggies. Ah, oh, oh, I want to see if it and Michael Newt and my Newt Newt want to be friends. You're sitting next to each other, and you you could maybe whip yeah. Michael Newt out onto yeah, your shoulder. Yeah, just pop Michael Newt on my shoulder to be like, oh, oh hi. Amphibian. Lizard. Liz- Lizard amphibian. Lizard friends. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Are you listening in and speak with animals? Yes. <laughs> 100%. Michael Newt looks up at, at <laughs> um, the, the filiguana, and... um. Blinks with one eye, and blinks with the other eye, and then blinks with both eyes. And then nips down into into his pocket. Because oh. it's his pocket now. It's, it's it's on your jacket. Yeah. But it's his pocket. And, it, and he heaves out a piece of carrot. Oh. 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 Friend. <laughs> Ickes looks at the carrot. <laughs> looks a bit sort of sheepish. But also being an iguana and a cat simultaneously. So it's many animals at once at this point. <laughs> and it, it, it reaches forward with with one of its its like little feet and sort of pats Michael New on, on, on the head. And be like, thank. You keep. Pat, pat. <laughs> this is the most adorable thing that has ever happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, potion, uh, poison. The, the poison potion, oh, it's it's starting to smell really, like, acidic in here. It, it, it feels like it's it's peely, it'd be a really good skin peel <laughs> if you stayed in here too much longer. It, eventually, Ickis sort of leaps down off of, of Dusty's shoulder and goes and hides somewhere. 
Oh. Probably a bit much to be A, up that high and B, in this environment. Yeah. Michael Newt also retreats to pocket. Yeah, there's a little button on the top of the pocket, which I'm just going to close the button to try and keep it nice and sharp. Try and protect Michael. Keep keep good care of your animals. Yeah. Eventually, uh, Morag is done with the potion and hands it over to you in a series of, of bottles because she's made far too much of this stuff. So you've got like eight of these po- poison bottles. There's clearly still... Some left in the cauldron, but I think that's like uh, Cook's rewards for, for these things. And and how much of this are we going to need to take down a, a croak-sized person? Croak? Uh, big lass. She's a big lass. Um, I would say probably about an eighth of a teaspoon. Oh, we have eight full bottles. Eight full bottles. Nice. You get the impression you could probably poison several major cities with the amount of poison you have. Uh, when we get back to the cart, this is going in a special locked box in the corner that says do not ever touch unless you wish to poison someone. <laughs> That's a very specific box. I have a question. Um, how many people that spend their time around Croak could be considered innocent on any scale of ethics? I mean, I don't get really involved in that sort of thing. They are a terrifying frog uh, who likes to think she's high society. Uh, they're mostly lackeys. Although, I will say, for a frog hemoth, not a lot of bullywugs. And they do seem to attract bullywugs. Not a lot of bullywugs? No, just lackeys. General lackeys. Mostly humans, I reckon. Hmm. Can Dusty try and rub both of his brain cells together to work out why this might be? Sure. I got a 20 on insight. <laughs> Let him roll for it. It's fine. You you get the impression from everything you've heard and seen that Pepsco Croak thinks she is sort of high society. She hangs out with the high elves. Um, she she's got as has been mentioned like human lackeys. Maybe she living in the overworld rather than the underdark thinks that she's too good for that. They're beneath her. Hmm. Well, I mean, literally, they're beneath her. They're in the underdark. They are in the underdark. <laughs> Maybe beneath uh, her attention. At this point, uh, Morag is running around, like, opening the windows. She's decanted the last few bits into bottles uh, for her own storage, but she's, like, opening the windows to try and air it out a bit. Yeah. I think at this point we should maybe just start heading to go for new croak, because the party's today. Mm. Gotta get moving. Yeah. Let's get out these woods. I have a, a, a puff question. Yes. What happens if Puff dies? Uh, Puff uh, dematerializes and would have to be resummoned. I I just have to use Find Familiar again to re. Yeah. Puff. So we don't care if Puff. Whether it's the same Puff or a new Puff, nobody knows. But that's the joy of having a spirit familiar. Much Hmm. to consider. Well, if we don't think about the moral implications of killing him and replacing him with an identical in all books. Are we getting into the te- teleportation morality discussion? Yep. Okay. Well. Except where the teleportation has like a save feature. Yeah. And you can be reproduced at any time as long as there's only ever one. Yep. Um, yeah. So in that case, should we, should we get heading towards the party direction? Do you have any plans or are you just going to party? Um, have poison, we'll go to party. On, on, on the road towards there, I do have a plan that okay. I want to start working on. So we ha- we each have rings of storing, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mine currently has 1d6 damage of boiling hot oil in it. If I empty my ring of storing, can I store something different in it? 
Another spell, yes. Ah, I can't store another liquid in it. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's that's that that set aside. I'll tell you what I was planning. I was going to see if I could put some some poison potion in my ring of storing to just spray. So what you're saying is you want to convert your poison into poison spray. <laughs> I Do mean, you know poison spray? I. Do I? I don't know. Let me check. I don't know what spells I have. My idea was way, way less uh, involved. I don't have poison spray, unfortunately. Does uh, anyone else have poison spray? No. Okay. Does this poison uh, take effect as soon as it touches you? You did or... not ask. Can we turn back around and ask? <laughs> <laughs> we might. Just one more thing. We're like a minute down the road. <laughs> Sorry, we forgot to ask how how this works. How does you, one apply gone... this? Also, can we be implicated in its use? You've gone like two feet down the road and then one of you just like leaps off the car. Hang on! <laughs> Runs back through the bog. Splash, splash, splash. That sounds like Dusty. <laughs> that in which case, less splash, splash, splash. But certainly squish, squish, squish. How does it work? <laughs> Come on. I mean, I feel like you've already done it, but yeah. Yeah, um... How how does it work, and how long do we have to wait to see it happen? I mean, it's very strong, so it won't take very long. It depends, obviously, how you apply it. I mean, you know, it's like most poisons. You could, uh, you know, sublingual, or you could put it in a fluid. Uh, I hear anal entry is very good because of, like, all the intestines very, very soaks it up, like, very strong, very quickly. That would probably hit very hard. Um, does it have a taste if we put it in a liquid? I don't know. I've never tasted it. <laughs> and I don't know anyone who's lived to tell the tale. Well, I'm not saying they live to tell the tale, but like, oh no, I'm dying. I can tell that because it tasted funny when I drank this. You know, it might have happened. Does it take effect as soon as it touches the skin? So if someone were to say, put it in their mouth and then spit it at someone else... Is that a realistic application? <laughs> That's a bad plan! <laughs> I think you'd probably end up with two dead people there before mm. very long. Mm-hmm. As for speed, I mean, you're probably not looking an entire minute. As I said, depends how you get it in there. If you, like, watered it down in a drink or something, might take a bit longer. If you were just, like, you know, bums rushing it, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I have... Some plans, some yeah. ideas. There, there are some ideas. <laughs> Could we mix okay. this with lubricant? I mean, Flamara didn't use lube last time. <laughs> I was thinking more. Could we disperse it as a fine mist? Like I've got gust as a cantrip. Could I just open I'm the poison? Turn into an aerosol. Open the poison and then just gust it in the general direction. Just hope there's nothing blowing in the opposite direction. Yeah. I mean, I've got Gust and Dust Devil, and that's abrasive as Dust Devil. Uh, there is um, uh, Unseen Servant, which could just sort of sneak with the poison and then do, 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 whoop, up you go. Oh, you see, my idea was to give it to Puff and have Puff just hide out in the snack bucket. I mean, there are many options. I think it would help us to know the layout of the party. Thank you for the information. We're off again. Unless we realise <laughs> in a we second we've got to ask something. <laughs> Righto. Have you got a phone? A what? Scrytome. And they don't work no more. <gasps> there is a... Oh, I've, I've a just... A scry mirror. Yeah, I've just worked out. There's there's a workaround for scrytomes for communicating with people. 
Um, I mean, only if they worship the god of thirst. Well, you don't have to worship the god of thirst to have a conversation in the god of thirst's mentions. Like, in the comments under a post. <laughs> Just at another user in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> You've managed to get something more than just faint shapes out of a scrytone. Um, have you tried Instagram? Not recently. Since um, nothing else was working. I mean, I lost all my bloody piggymon. Yeah, same. Not super happy about that. No, but, I mean, I am a witch and obviously I do have a scry mirror and I do know how to use it. Ah, and they, they still function okay, do they? I mean, that's where scrytones kind of came from originally. It was just a refined design on that. But however it was working, it stopped working. Oh no, we would know nothing about that. That's an awfully suspicious turn of phrase you've got Goodbye! there. <laughs> Strange facts. Right, so you're heading off towards the party. Yeah, so I assume the strategy here is real obvious, just confidently walk in the front door claiming to be the people that our invites say we are, unless anyone's got a better plan. I mean, Dee can even look like a high elf. Was, what was the name that was on my... So D was uh, Lord Debenholm of Ca- um, Calburnia. I was uh, uh, Araskus Loothammer. Dusty was Ariel von Pamplemousse. Yeah, actually, I probably should have written my... Your name down. What if someone asks you who you are? <laughs> it's okay, I typed it out earlier. We don't know offhand what kind of species people are. Not a clue. I don't believe I can disguise myself as a human, really, can I? Oh, are, short for that. Are the letters that. were to be delivered, right? Would they have addresses, maybe? Oh. Um, they were all to be hand-delivered. Uh, oh. Were you, were you thinking, spy on them enough to be like, this is who I, how to pretend to be that person? Or at the very least, maybe see if the city is known and what statistically maybe we would be. Um, you should remember Calvernia. It's one of the two big cities where... Um, the the fight broke out and Vile got involved. And they're both were they both humans? They were both humans. Oh well, hmm. I don't know how I can make myself seem human. You don't know that these are all humans. No, we'll just take the chance. Walking confidently enough. This is the way you do it. If you if you don't seem suspicious, everything's fine. Yeah, Dusty's got little snappings of carrots, and he's trying to work out the exact sort of throw. To get the piggies to go as fast as possible. <laughs> you know, like when you throw a treat for a dog? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bramara is, during the journey, just going to be practising her um, her fanciest voice, because this is a high society party we're going to. So, oh yes, uh, I am Araskus Luthammer at your service. Uh, wonderful, wonderful to meet you all. Wonderful, lovely. Splendid. Splendiferous. Um, you're in the cart, so you, you're wearing... Your normal clothes, or...? Uh, Grimora doesn't really have anything fancy to wear. Probably needs something fancy. Dee took, uh, or has fine clothes, and considering mm-hmm. I can shift my appearance, I might not need them. Uh, if you've got some, some fancy clothes, I certainly won't say no to them. They're gonna be probably a little big for me, I'll have to hem <laughs> them up a bit. Dusty, do you even wear clothes, or is it just, like, a part of your form that makes the clothes shape? I think he's got, like, some simple clothes that he just sort of got when I rolled him up. But he can turn completely into sand. Does that... It takes his stuff with him, though, right? Um, the turning completely into sand thing is 
Like, normally he just looks like a dirty human. Uh-huh. Like, One of dirty humans. Dirty human. He could do a very clever version of Mold Earth, because it can both move it and recolour it. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Like, so he could have, I, like, I a fancy like... sort of shifting sand pattern that's... Ooh. Yeah, like yeah, a shifting I sand sort of... pattern that's crawling over yeah. itself with little rainbows and... Yeah, I sort of assumed the same as you. I had I just assumed that there were no clothes. Dusty was the clothes. Yeah. Had been my, my guess. Mm. I'm fascinated to learn otherwise. That he has clothes. Yeah. I'm not carrying four pounds of weight of traveller's clothes to not wear them, except for <laughs> now, at which point he's going to just start stripping off and replacing them with the fanciest dirt, which someone smarter than me could probably turn into some sort of Salient point about rich people. Bromari is trying not to blush as Dusty undresses. <laughs> oh my. Oh gosh. Uh, roll for blushing? Uh, what do I roll to blush? Well, roll for av- avoiding the, ga- the gaze with one eye. With only one um, eye. That's a four. Oh, you are just staring at that dick. <laughs> <laughs> you're, trying, you're trying not to, but it's just hypnotic. I, I, I just can't help it. Ev- every jostle. Dicknosis? Uh, uh, like so what you say, do you? Um, yes, because of the size difference. Dean, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that was a separate conversation. What a what a time, D D. Because mm-hmm. of the size difference between Bromara and D, um, how opposed are you to your clothes being hemmed and maybe trimmed to to be wearable? I can do that. You're not, a, you're not opposed to them being oh, they're not a fancy clothes now. No. Well, we can get some later. Oh, well, thank you. Is a, I mean, you've got, you've got the money. become a very good friend. Uh, Bromara once again rolls to, to, to not blush. We'll see how it goes. Because I'm just so lovely. Uh, Twelve? There's a little bit of blushing. Not yeah. quite as beetroot red. No. I mean, for, for a dark dwarf, your skin is naturally grey, so you're Looking almost, almost like like a, a mountain dwarf at this point. For a twelve, I'm not staring at anyone's genitals. No, <laughs> no. He doesn't have. I mean, their genitals out. So. <laughs> well, exactly. Show me your genitals. Show me your genitals. Bromari is just very happy. Bromari's having a great day. <laughs> I saw that dick. <laughs> <laughs> so. You are trundling out of the bog through the town. It's getting dark again. Very, very dark. And then, as I said, back towards the centre of town, you can sort of make shapes out in the black and white again. And But it, it is also incredibly, incredibly dark. You head up in the direction that you knew was towards Croke Manor. And the road gets lighter and lighter and lighter. And, oh, God! Um, as soon as you roll onto sort of Croke Manor proper, it's like someone has just turned the contrast up to 11. It's 11, it's higher than 10. It goes up to 11. <laughs> this one higher than 10. Uh, yeah, it, oh, it's, it's, it's garish. Like, there is, there is this beautiful mown lawn with, like, topiary bushes all the way, like, sort of lining the driveway up to this. Over the top manor, there is so much colour here. Ah, oh, the eighties. <laughs> Dusty's not even taking it in. As soon as it was bright, it was just like rifling through the bags, getting like Bromara's sunshades, getting some sun cream for her. 
Bro- Bromara is uh, thanking the piggies for being very brave when we were in the, the scary dark bit. Aww. You're very good, brave piggies. Carrot. Carrot. <laughs> so many carrot. Maybe one day the piggies will say friend. <laughs> <laughs> Have carrot. <laughs> carrot. <laughs> Good carrot. Good piggy. <laughs> you trundle on towards the house proper. There appears to be quite a few carts that have pulled up. Uh, the sound of, of some music being played somewhere, sort of chamber music. And as you get out of the cart, there is uh, uh, some sort of serving person standing by the door. Everyone, roll perception. See how you fuck this one up. Thirteen. Twelve. Wrong bit of my sheet. Five. Your pot eyes. Um, it's yeah. too bright. It's it's so bright. Yeah, the um the 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 footman, I guess you would call him, is very fancily dressed. There's a big sort of um like one of those jackets that at the front it sort of comes up to sort of well above where the belly button would be, but at the back it's like a very long frock coat. Oh yeah. Got the very long tails at the back. Uh, oh, what's pe- it? Uh, a top penguin. And tails? A penguin jacket. Like, uh, like the old um, British military one. Yeah, it is in fact red with gold lining on it as well. Oh, your invitation. Oh, uh, here you go. Here you go. Just oh. presents his silently with a look of disdain on his face. Naturally, please again. It will be announced, and he hands the uh, your invitations to uh, another very similar-looking person uh, on the other side of the door. Who uh, announces you? Presenting Ariel von Pumplemus, Lord Devonholm of Calbania, and Erascus Luthammer. That's a, a smattering of applause for him. Uh, Bromara will attempt to no sell this and be like, "Yes, no, no, I'm here. I, yes, of course, I'm here. It's no big deal." You are immediately offered champagne and canapes. Ooh. This is like that one time I got to go on a first-class flight. Ooh. <laughs> Step in the door, it's like a little champagne. Announcing Laura Kate Dale of First Class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get so fucking drunk in First Class. I bet. Hadn't even sat down when they were offering me champagne. Well, you haven't sat down and you are being offered champagne and canapes. <laughs> Dee will pass oh, the tra- canapé to Dusty. Um, Bromari, in order to try and seem as fancy as she's supposed to be in this moment, will go, Oh, don't you have any of the good stuff out? Oofed. Of course, madam. And uh, so there is a, a gesture towards someone <laughs> at the side of the room. And you are brought an even fancier glass of champagne. And this, this, this flute has like like gold sort of coming up the side, like little tendrils of gold coming up from the stem. Uh, Bromara will take it and will proceed to not drink too much of it so that she can for the longest time possible be like, ah, yes, I came in here confident. I have the fancy. Very fancy. So you are in this very fancy party with lots of very fancy looking people. Uh, they're all very, very beautiful. There's a high elves. Some, some, some very beautiful high elves. Some very beautiful humans. Uh, there's lots of, lots of very big powdered wigs. Very, very big powdered wigs. And, and sort of people milling about and enjoying the canapes and making small talk. There is sort of this large open hallway These, the, uh, where everyone is gathered twin staircase that goes sort of up to the upper floor. A few people sort of standing on the sort of bottom few steps, having conversations. 
Uh, you can see uh, open rooms thrown to other places. You can hear music coming uh, from the room to your right. So many things. I want it noted, Dusty has the best outfit. <laughs> no one else's outfit is moving. I mean, it, that is a very fancy outfit. It is fancy, yes. It's a fancy outfit, so long as no one realises the way you've made the outfit is that you're walking around the party naked. Until people realise that, it's a very fancy outfit. That's it. <laughs> uh, Dusty is going to saunter towards the music. Alright. So, uh, Dusty's heading off towards the music. Is anyone following Dusty? D will go with Dusty. Yeah, Bromara will follow. Okay. Just watch over. Uh, you are heading into the uh, music room? Mm-hmm. Or the, the room where music is being played? Bromara, you notice that the, the loot player is sort of packing up. I have loot in my name! I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, but Bromara is very excited. They, they seem to be packing up in a hurry and sort of throwing glances at you. Um, Bromara will wander over and go... Ah! And they grab their stuff and run away. Uh, insight? I'm curious what the hell just happened? Um, 19 on insight. You are immediately patted on the shoulder by uh, just an absolute gammon-faced fool in a, in a very large powdered wig. Um, very ruddy cheeks. Uh, that One of those noses that says alcoholic. Yeah, uh, Bromara turns around, fancy champagne glass, sort of nicely in view. Oh, you must be a rascus. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, and, and, and yourself? Oh, fuck, I need a name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lord Fuck, I needed them. Lord needed them, I like it. I, I actually also like it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Delighted to meet you, I'm Safakwad Needenum. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I... I... I, I appear to have caused quite a stir just by arriving. The, the unex- not unexpected, of course. Your father's reputation precedes you. Yeah. <laughs> Inventor of the loot hammer, indeed. Oh, goodness. That's not a good place to be with a loot, is No, it? no, I heard your father has crushed many a finger of an aspiring musician. To, <laughs> to s- join us for a drink. Tell us some of the stories of your oh, your good. father's past. Have I ever told you the story of the night of a million smashed lutes? Oh, do go on and they're all sort of <laughs> just cheering and laughing along at you. Uh, is going to start weaving a tale of a battle that had far too many lutists at it trying to be bards backing up the uh, the army and, oh uh, no, the, the loot hammers went straight for the lutes because that's how you take down an army, you demoralise them, you take out the, uh, you take out the bards first. Oh, and I imagine there were splinters all over the battlefield. It, 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 it went from a one-sided battle, uh, you know, one-sided battle to being a very differently one-sided battle. You take out the loot, everything falls. Yes, yes, of course. Of course, what did we do before the loot hammer? We just had to just beat uh, musicians ourselves. But your father, quite the genius. <laughs> really, really expedited canopy. the process. Yes, oh. yeah, everyone is offered further canapes. <sighs> Um, Bromara now feels slightly trapped in this conversation, but at the very least, can we'll try and get some information out of it. Um, so, so how's how's the party going so far? Oh, you know, it's the usual sort of thing: absolute decadence and excess. It's uh, you know, it's oh, I tire of these things. I come yeah, once a month now, you know, just for a, a bit of a top up. Yes, it's the uh, 
host of the party been around at all tonight? Oh, she'll probably be in with the first group and usually likes to take the high elves in, you know, cliquey sort. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's uh, not, not the easiest of groups to get into, I imagine. Well, I mean, part of this party is a hell not easy to get into. Certainly uh, harder to get into the upper echelons. <laughs> well, enough small talk. I think I think Milford Jones has probably uh, got got a story about hunting, don't you? Oh. And they proceed to tell just a, a horrible story about massively outweaponing some poor innocent creature. Ah, uh, Bromaru is just like sneaking out of the conversation while they're clearly having a very enraptured time. Roll stealth. Um. Uh, oh, that's eight, even with a plus six modifier. Uh, you get sort of clapped around the shoulder by the, the one that was complimenting you on being a loot hammer. And sort of, like, jollied back into the, the group. Uh, uh Bromara tends to play it off as ours, just get a top of... Oh, I'll finish the story, of course. Uh. Um, D, what are you... what are you up to? Well, I suppose I would be... Mostly looking after uh, Dusty because D trusts that Brilmara can navigate herself. Ha! Perhaps erroneously. Brilmara will. Brilmara will make choices. Speaking of Brilmara making choices, I've just realised I haven't done a role for uh, autism. Ah, uh, that is a stressful and situation. And that definitely huh? should have happened by now. Yeah, this is a stressful social situation. Huh? Okay. Uh, wisdom thirteen. Okay. That's one. Dusty, what do you what is what do your dust eyes see? I'd like to make it known that Dusty has already palmed a couple of the fancy canapes into his dust pockets because he's decided that that succulent from the furball de- deserves the best compost. <laughs> Every now and again, he will be like, "You don't need to sneakily take them; they don't care." <laughs> you could walk out with an entire tray, and I don't think they'd stop you. They might ask for the tray back, maybe. I mean, they're posh, they're rich. Just a. Would it be perception or insight to work out where Croak would be in this house? Uh, You could try and insight it. I don't think it's necessarily going to get you far. Not with a nine, it's not. Definitely not. Um, You realise that this is Croak's house, and Croak is probably somewhere here, away from the main party. Mm. Is that what. Did Dusty say that aloud? Perhaps. If Dusty wanted to say that aloud. Um, D will give Insight a shot. 17. Uh, D, you notice that there are some sort of foot soldier looking people Mm -hmm. near the large central uh, double doors at the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would Insight from that, put that perhaps that is like a secure area. Mm -hmm. That um, uh, that, uh, Croak is currently closeted within. Um, can I get a perception from everyone? Yeah. 22. Five. Uh, I probably just have to not botch this. Don't say it now. 19. Oh, lovely. Well done, everybody. You notice that a good number of the guests here are wearing uh, sort of large powdered wigs. Not all of them, mm-hmm. but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And all of the, the staff, the like the butlers and foot people and serving staff and so forth, even some of the musicians, have this weird sort of pompadour thing going on. Very similar hairstyle, question mark. It's quite tall and quite wide. Hair segregation. Um, Duster 
is going to be keeping half an eye out for any servers that briefly put down a tray so that the food is momentarily not looked at and will attempt to poison something. Okay, um, roll stealth. Crap! Uh, how much of this tray do you want to poison? Just one or two things. He wants to cause a distraction for the guards. He doesn't want to kill everyone at the party. Gotcha. So like, there's like two or three? or Yeah. One, two? Okay. Yep. So you witness somebody putting down a, a tray of canapes uh, while they're collecting up some glasses or something. And uh, you sneak in with just like, no, nobody sees you. It is just so beautifully stealthy. It is movie perfect of just like like clockwork they put the thing down they turn away everyone else is engaged in their own thing dusty slips in poison 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 slips away bottle just was there was there anything in dusty's hand a second ago i did not notice that gone and then they without even noticing by the time the uh the the serving staff uh, member turns around again you vanished into the crowd they pick up the uh pick up the canapes did you ever even exist? Who knows? Who knows? Thinking face. And they wander throughout the party, handing out canapes. Hopefully, Bromara does not receive one. Yeah. <laughs> Bromara's immune to poison. Oh, yeah! Oh. I don't know if I'll be immune to poison this strong, but probably fine. Yeah. It's alright, you're stuck okay. with the gammons. After, after a few minutes... They, uh, what, the gammon that was actually telling the horrible story about hunting some poor innocent creature stops the, uh, the waiting staff, grabs a canapé, pops it straight in their mouth in one, doesn't even seem to chew or enjoy it or celebrate this probably incredibly fine foods, doesn't value that in any way, and, um, like, almost immediately just ba-dumph. Oh no. Oh dear. I say, I, I think he's had too much to drink. <laughs> Go <laughs> there, uh, and and the serving staff uh, s- s- slides over quite obsequiously and uh, terribly sorry. I'll do everything I can to deal with this immediately, and they uh, usher over a number of other staff who very carefully uh, clear this person away. I'm really glad I didn't say just one. And the gammons go back to their thing. Did did this achieve what you needed it to, Dusty? I mean, you can get out of the conversation, but I was waiting for it to cause enough of a ruckus that either the guards came over or someone with a wig to fall down so we can see what's under the wigs. Well, I'm curious, did that person have a wig? Yes, that person had a wig. What was under it? Baldness and scabby head. Scabby? Scabby, because wearing wig constantly. Oh, okay. So the wig wasn't for the scabs, the scab was for the wig. Boom knows. What came first, the scab or the wig? Hmm. I'm debating whether I have anything in my magical arsenal that I could use to make my hair look like a fancy pompadour wig. Um, can I colour spray my hair white? Wait, is that what... I mean, D, D can do that. D has a disguise kit. White's more of a value than a colour. <laughs> uh, yeah, D, have you got any way of, of, of bepowdered wigging my hair? Uh, it'd be more likely that I would just powder your current hair than getting another wig and then powdering it. That's what I mean. If you can, if you can powder my hair. Oh yeah. I'll just sort of style it up a bit into a rough pompadour. What? What? What is Bill Mara's normal hairstyle? I've I don't never thought I... to think about this. Neither have I. It's a pompadour now, though. It's a pompadour now. <laughs> There's. She's definitely not shaved bald because she has enough hair to make a pompadour. Gotcha. I'll confirm that much. 
the, the joys of Avantasia. I'd never really thought about what your character no, looks like apart from tattoo. I thought about the body because there was the tattoo descriptions and the, the, the species type. I hadn't ever thought about hair. I always assumed it was just sort of left. <laughs> I mean... Now it's a pompadour. Uh, right now it's a pompadour. Right now it's a pompadour. These incredible hairdressing skills. Middle of a party, whipped, whipped up. <laughs> whipped your grey hair into a, a pompadour. There we go. So you're going for the sort of uh, serving staff style? Uh, didn't you say there were there were guests with the same sort of pompadour Couple, style? Yeah. Mm. You're going for that style, aren't you? Yes. Oh. I don't know if this will help, but I have. I, I'm doing it regardless. Yeah, Dusty's just waiting for the next gammon to fall down and he's going to start muttering about why are the gads not doing anything? Don't they care? Okay, there is a, a thunk over on one side of the room but at that moment the large double doors at the top of the stairs are thrown open and there stands Pepsco in a beautiful pink ball gown. She is still a frog hemoth with tentacles and all. Of course. Wearing... A proportionate amount for a frog hemoth of lipstick. Mm-hmm. Uh, just clearly some stick-on eyelashes. Massive. <laughs> Size of that, that, that ball gown, there is... Oh, so much chiffon there. So much chiffon. <laughs> would not believe. Um, yeah, she looks like an industrial-grade wedding cake. <laughs> but there she is. And she comes sort of sashaying down the stairs with this, this glowing group of, of high elves. And... Uh, as she gets sort of halfway down the stairs, she addresses the crowd. My lords, ladies and gentlemen, and those of you that may fall in between, the parlour will be open for the next three hours. Please form an orderly queue, and my staff will ensure that you each receive a fair service. Please, in the meantime, enjoy the party. And uh, with that, serving staff are clearing away another dead party guest. <laughs> Very hush-hush. Mm. It's all very sort of like, oh, no, we don't want to create a scene. Well, Mara's going to attempt to join whatever queue is forming. Okay. Do frog humans close their mouths or are they open at rest? <laughs> they close their mouths so that they can do the big neck thing when they do the rivets. Oh, I didn't know if it was just like hung open like a goldfish most of the time and it could be closed or... Were you hoping to just throw some poison from across the room? <laughs> no, I was hoping to have Puff fly over there and get eaten. No. You can just find familiar. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's not traumatic for Puff. <laughs> oh, come on. How metal would that be? I reckon we could convince him on how metal that sounds. How many pseudo-dragons can claim to have been eaten by a frog hemoth once? I think I think he might find it metal right up until the point he's being swallowed and he suddenly regrets the whole thing and And in contact with that poison. Yeah. Be a whole very unpleasant affair. So Bromara, you said you were joining a queue. Um one of the surfing staff sort of uh, takes a look at you and says, Oh no no no, please come this way and you're you're led to a, a slightly different queue. Oh. Way, way up the front. Oh, ah. Way VIP further forward than all the other people. Oh yes. I could get used to this VIP treatment, don't you know? Well, uh, you also had a fancy glass, so I suppose it's natural that you were being treated yeah. well. Um, the party's about to be split if everyone's okay with that. I don't know what you can do to stop it. But... It's, it's happening. <laughs> I'm sorry I fancied myself so much. Brumai, you are in, within the first six people in this oh. queue, and you're ushered in to a very large... Uh, room. There's all these sort of like uh, like beauty salon chairs. Those slightly reclined chairs with like the little um, 
things of, of warm water to soak your nails in on either side. And there are lackeys everywhere with that, that pompadour. And you are, are brought forward, uh, shown to a, a very fancy, very comfortable looking oh. chair. Uh, you're invited to soak your nails and lackeys come over and sort of start, to, my, you know, doing your nails. And, and my, my, my backache feels better just for having sat in this chair. Oh, it's the, it's, it's yeah. fixing my posture as I sit here. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and and people are coming over and, and rubbing your feet and such. Um, someone sort of starts, kind of massaging your scalp around the pompadour. Like they're yeah, they're not sort of touching it, but they seem to be sort of pressing. It's it's not like a massage. It's like they're just sort of pressing your head a bit, just prodding around it. Hmm. And um, then uh, a, a a couple of servants come forward holding uh, some kind of box. Um, there is one person standing uh, that's standing behind the box, uh, one standing to sort of to the side, and the one to the side lifts up uh, a sort of curtain, and you can see a small cage inside. Ah. Uh, the one behind sort of reaches under the curtain from the back, and, and seems to make like a, a pulling motion, and you are sprayed with rainbow dust. Ah, I have been glitter stormed. Sort of. It, it flies out you like uh, out at you like glitter. But it, as it hits your skin, like any sort of imperfections are are just they just start to like vanish, heal heal up almost. Hmm. There's no sign of any possible well, wrinkles all or blemishes. Apple scars. All all healing up. Like your your tattoos are still there, but everything else is very much sort of healing up and 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 lessening and soothing. Your skin is literally glowing. You're, you are quite literally radiant in this moment. <laughs> And uh, this treatment goes on for for a little while. Uh, the music in here is very soothing, and, and it's it's all very relaxing and soothing. Uh, and so you come out feeling very relaxed indeed, but also a little bit euphoric. <laughs> okay. And you get to the top of the the stairs again and look out over the party and see people milling around. Um, and you notice. That the person standing slightly downstairs in front of you is is basically like a, a line management person, okay. uh, one of the staff, and you notice that their pompadour is sort of flicking slightly from side to side. Can I get an insight check? Ooh. Or an investigation? Uh, let's find out which of those I feel like <laughs> doing. Insight it is. Five. No, fine. No advantages for being magically radiant? No. No, no inspirations? Okay. Aww. <laughs> Oh, do I have? I do have an inspiration left. Can I? Can I use that to? Oh no, that's only going to bring it up to no. Okay, that's fine. I I know nothing. Okay, you you totter carefully down the stairs. So you say it was sort of flicking side to side. Yeah, sort of flicking side to side. Okay. You only really noticed it from the back. Yeah. It's uh yeah, and you head down, and I'm guessing find the others. Yes. Oh hey, both of you. Romara? You look happy. Hi. I'm having a great time. The wigs are flicking. Flicking? The, the back of them, they're flicking. I don't know what it means, but they're flicking. Oh, no. Hmm. No, no? Flicking like a tadpole? Probably. 19 on insight. Yep. It is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yep. You remember the health and safety guy? Yeah. That you encountered in series one, and then you all encountered again way back in episode five, I think? Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, the... The, the brain tadpole. The, uh, yeah, the brain tadpole and the, the bugbear. A gift from their lord. Ah, uh, okay. So that, that, that's, that's happening. I feel great, though, so there's that. Um, that's why they didn't want to touch my hair. Dusty's just going to give a little pap-pap around the back of Brilmara's head. It's definitely hair. So what percentage of the people in this room have that hair? Uh, you'd say maybe 35%. Mm. All the staff that you can see, you don't know how many more staff there are that you can't see. Uh, a few of the guests, certainly. Uh, the musicians. Hmm. I'm gonna need the two of you to work out what we do from here, because I keep trying to think of plans, and all I can think about is rainbows. Very good rainbows. So, uh, where did those rainbows come from? Uh, it was a lot of rainbows. I'm assuming it was a cage full of fairy dragon, probably. That's, that's probably, I believe that is where they've got them. Easy. To... In 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 my defence, there was a lot of people in that room. It was not exactly the moment to grab it, grab grab a, a cage and run. We were not going to get them all that way. So they're upstairs. I don't know if they're all there, but there are boxes with cages with fairy dragons in in at the end of the queue. And judging by the effect they've had, they are legitimate. That effect is starting to wear off, but you are still glowing. Ooh. So yeah, I, I, I don't know how many fairy dragons they have and whether they're all in there or if they rotate them in shifts or something, but y- y- yeah, they're using them to, to let rich people get high. And make them prettier. Well, I would like to suggest that we perhaps go and take a breather outside. Should we go and have a look at that front garden? Front garden? Sure. Sure, sure. And Duster is going to... Just casually saunter out with everyone else, and you can see just the fury of a thousand suns in his eyes. And just before he's the last person out of the door, he's going to take a deep breath, throw up a vial of the poison into the air, and cast Dust Devil on it, shattering it and making it into a poison cloud, basically boiling abrasive grit that's going to force its way through the entire lower floor of this mansion. The gammon hit the floor. Let the gammon hit the floor. Let the gammon hit the floor. <laughs> and yea, verily, and forsooth, the gammon hit the floor. <laughs> looking, looking through the window, there's just like this swirling vortex that, like, it, it's spinning, and then it sort of dies blue as the the poison distributes throughout it, and it's just whirlwinding around. It, for the people, it doesn't kill immediately with poison. It's just thrashing bits of dirt into them and through them. It's it's oh, it's nasty. It's like sandblasting the entire crowd. Bromara looks to Dusty and goes, "So how long do you reckon before we can walk back in there it's, into the aerosolized poison room?" It's it's buzzing around and like thrashing. It's getting most of the way up the stairs, and as it finally starts to dissipate, there's still. Maybe six or seven people standing at the top of the, the stairs. The staff are looking a bit anxious that of what's happened. And last gammon at the bottom of the stairs uh, leans forward and, t- and, and touches one of the staff members on the shoulders and says, um, I'm still going to be in the next group, though. Am I to go in? And then falls flat on their face. <laughs> Doesn't seem to have, uh, have got that far up the stairs. Ah. <laughs> um, and, and that's where we're going to end it today. 
Hooray! Huzzah. Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Battle of Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. I'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 <laughs>